I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. This is Grandpa Hill, Edward Jeffrey Hill, and this is another episode of my high school saga in the triple jump. Today, I want you to know how wonderful it is to work long and hard for a difficult goal. I want you to know that maybe it's best not to compete with others, but to compete with yourself. And finally, I want you to know how good it feels when you do your best. You will remember from my last two episodes that in 1970, I set a goal to win the Washington State track meet in the triple jump in 1971. I hopped, stepped, jumped, lifted weights, and ran for hours almost every day except Sunday for a whole year. I can pretty well guarantee that no one in the whole world hopped, stepped, and jumped more than I did that year. During the track season, I carefully compared my jumps with the best jumpers in the state. My triple jump of 47 feet 6 inches on May 14, 1971, was the longest high school triple jump in the history of the state of Washington. I tried not to be prideful, but it was too difficult. I actually was the best. But this time, I didn't tell everyone that I was going to win the state track meet. I kept that to myself. That said, I was very confident going into the district track meet on May 21, 1971. I rode to the district track meet late in the afternoon with Dana LaDuke, our 280-pound shot putter and discus thrower, who ranked in the top three in the nation. He was the same person who landed on my ankle at the beginning of the season when I learned the hard way to be a person of integrity. Coach Harrington drove us, and Ben Erickson, the assistant coach, was also in the front seat. The sun was just going down. As we drove, Coach Harrington gave us a pep talk. You both have worked so hard this year. I am proud of you. Just do what you've done all season, and you'll both qualify for the state meet. Then I let my pride get the best of me. I told Coach Harrington, don't worry. I work so hard that I'm going to win this meet for sure. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I remembered that pride comes before the fall. Coach Harrington was so kind. Instead of responding, You idiot! Haven't you learned not to be prideful? He sincerely said instead, I know you've worked so hard. I've never seen anyone work so hard. Whether you take first or not, I will be happy. I know you will do your best, and that's what really matters. And it would be nice if you made it to state. I was so excited when I got to the big Highline Stadium near Renton, Washington. It was so huge. There were lots of athletes in every event. The top three finishers would qualify for the state track meet. It was night, and the bright lights were on in the stadium. It was so cool. It was the first time I had jumped under the lights. In the preliminaries, there was a new jumper that I didn't know anything about. When I saw him sprint down the runway, 
I got scared. I said to Coach Harrington, who is that guy? He looks like a locomotive. He was an African-American kid, about five foot six and about 220 pounds. He had huge muscles all over his body, but especially in his legs. I found out that he was an all-state fullback on the Lincoln High School football team. I got more than a little worried. If I hadn't been so prideful, I wouldn't have been so worried. I would have just focused on doing my best. Coach Harrington said, that's Lloyd Brown. He is the strongest jumper I have ever seen. And look at him. He's using great technique. He will be strong competition tonight and at state. I got more worried. However, something happened, and I realized I didn't have to beat Lloyd Brown. I just had to focus on doing my best. I had to focus on teaching the butterflies in my stomach to fly in formation. I just had to place third in this meet and make it to state. The competition that evening was so intense, yet it was so fun. In the preliminaries, both of us qualified for the finals with jumps of about 46 feet. I was in first place by a few inches, and he was in second place. We each had three jumps left, and because I was in first place, I would jump last. That was helpful because on the last jump, I would know exactly how far I had to jump in order to win. On his first jump in the finals, Lloyd uncorked a flying leap of 46 feet 6 inches. Boy, that looked like a very long jump. He was now in first place. Coach Harrington said to me, Don't worry, Jeff. Just do your best. And he patted me on the bum as I ran over to the runway. I focused and said a little prayer as I prepared for my first jump in the finals. I focused, and I felt energized. Everything was perfect. I ran fast. I hit the takeoff board perfectly. My hop was long, my step was long, and I powered into my jump. I was very happy. I had jumped 46 feet, 10 inches. I was in first place again. More importantly, it was the longest jump of my life, except the week before when I had the wind helping me. I could see that Lloyd was more determined than ever. He ran down that runway like an out-of-control locomotive. He had fire in his eyes and wings on his feet with more spring than a trampoline. I couldn't believe how far he went. It looked like a foot further than I had jumped. The officials announced the distance. 47 feet, 7 inches. Wow. That was amazing. I had jumped 47 feet 6 inches before, but that was with the wind at my back, and there was no wind this time. I didn't see that there was any way for me to do it. But then Coach Harrington encouraged me. Jeff, Lloyd just jumped the longest high school triple jump in the history of the state of Washington. He now holds the high school state triple jump record. To get ahead of him, you will have to jump further than you have ever jumped before, and you will have to break the state record. This time he didn't smile his little smile. He, with a sincere face, turned toward me and looked me in the eye. Jeff, I know you can do it. I know you can. Do your best, and you can do this. 
I focused on doing my best. I walked to the runway with my eyes half-closed. I lined up where I had my mark on the runway, but I felt a little voice in my head to move back about six inches. I followed that impression. I closed my eyes for a moment and focused and prayed. I literally flew down that runway. I hit the takeoff board perfectly. I hopped into the stratosphere, stepped halfway across the country, and jumped like a hungry kangaroo lunging toward a luscious lunch. When I saw where I landed, I knew it was the best jump of my life. As the officials measured, I waited for what seemed like forever. They measured once, and then they measured twice. Then the officials called out, 47 feet, 10 and one-half inches. Coach Harrington shouted and jumped up and down, Jeff, you did it. I didn't think you could do it, but you did it. Now you have the official record for the longest high school triple jump in the history of the state of Washington. I was in first place with just one jump left, but Lloyd Brown was even more determined on his final jump. I swear he lit his feet with firecrackers as he sped down the runway. I had never seen anyone run so fast. His hop was so long, and my goodness, his step was perfection. I think he hop-stepped more than 34 feet, and he recovered well and powered into his jump. When he landed, his legs were totally stretched out and even with the ground, but he had enough forward momentum to not fall back. I had never seen anyone triple jump that far in my whole life. I stood in awe. I had seen perfection in the triple jump. Though my heart sank when I saw in the sand that his jump was more than a foot further than mine, I had to admire it. It was perfection. In a way, I was happy to just see that jump. The officials announced his distance, 49 feet, 2 inches. Lloyd and his coach were jumping up and down. Interestingly enough, I didn't feel very sad. In a weird way, I felt happy for him. I thought to myself, at least I held the state record for two minutes. I still had one more jump, but I did not know how in the world I could go that far. It was almost 50 feet. Most major conference college meets were one with jumps like that. Coach Harrington called me down and said, Jeff, just do your best. I noticed he didn't say, I think you can beat him. I prayed and prayed and prayed. I concentrated. I focused every thought and every muscle on jumping just as far as I could. I harnessed every butterfly together to pull me further. I ran so fast. My hop, my step, and my jump were perfect. When I landed that last jump, I knew I probably hadn't won, but I also knew I had jumped further than I had ever jumped before in my life. I couldn't wait to hear the distance. Then the officials called out, Scratch! My foot had been a half inch over the takeoff board, so the jump was disqualified. I asked, Will you please just measure it anyway? They responded matter-of-factly, No. We don't measure disqualified jumps. Coach Harrington hurried over to me. Jeff, that was an amazing jump. You are amazing. That jump was well over 48 feet, maybe 48 feet 6 inches. You were only about 6 inches behind Lloyd. 
So don't get discouraged. You finished second, and you qualified for the state championship track meet next week. And I believe that there is a chance that you can beat Lloyd at state. And he wasn't smiling his little smile. So I knew he believed it. He believed that I had a chance to beat Lloyd Brown at the state track meet. The rest of the evening, we focused on Dana LaDuke and his events in the shot put and the discus. He demolished the competition and easily won both events. I was a little jealous of him, but decided to be happy for him and satisfied that I had done my best and jumped further than at any other time in my life. And next week, I could compete in the state track meet. I knew I would do much better than the year before because I had learned how to train those butterflies to fly in formation in my stomach. I knew I had to stop thinking about beating Lloyd Brown and focus just on doing my best. On the drive home, something very, very special happened that I will remember all of my life. I was again riding with Dana LaDuke in the back seat. Coach Harrington was driving, and Coach Erickson was sitting in the passenger seat. It was about an hour drive home. It was late, about 11 o'clock at night, and it was dark. I was very tired. I fell sound asleep on the drive home, and I had a very vivid dream. I don't remember what the dream was, but when we were about home and were at the four-way flashing red stoplight on 112th and Steel Street, I awakened with a start and responding to something in my dream by shouting, Stop! Coach Harrington had stopped at the light and was just starting to go across the intersection when I shouted. When he heard, Stop! He slammed on the brakes. We jerked to a stop and just avoided hitting a car that had run the red light at about 50 miles an hour. If I hadn't shouted, Stop! That car would likely have plowed into our car and we could have been seriously injured or killed. Coach Harrington said, I'm so glad you saw that car, Jeff. You may have saved our lives. I responded that I didn't see the car and that I was just shouting at something in my dream. Coach Harrington said, You must have a guardian angel or someone watching over you. I have thought since that day that perhaps some influence from above was protecting me. And you should be grateful. If I had died that day, you wouldn't be listening to Grandpa and Grandma bedtime stories tonight. And that's the end of our bedtime story tonight. Next time, we will have the final installment of the high school triple jump saga, and you will find out what happens at the state track meeting held on May 28, 1971, at Husky Stadium on the campus of the University of Washington. Tonight, I hope you can see how wonderful it is to work long and hard for a difficult goal. I hope you won't be too prideful. I hope you can learn. You can be a lot happier if you compete with yourself to do your best instead of depending on beating others for your happiness. And finally, I want you to know there are angels in heaven looking out for you. Sweet dreams, chocolate creams. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. I love you. See you next time. 
We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.